Listener Production. G'day sports fans, I'm Josh Conway. Welcome to The Scorecard and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, July 5. Today, Johnny's called out, Freddie the bricklayer and Dimmer to the Sunshine State. But first... Well, all the hoo-ha surrounding the second Ashes test and that Johnny Bairstow controversy has only intensified since it all went down. Social media is alight with clips of English players and coaches doing very similar things and lots of questions surrounding the mythical spirit of cricket being brought into question. By the way, last time we checked, that wasn't part of the laws of the game and as Indian commentator Harsha Bogle put it on Twitter, just because the spirit of the game is a convenient part of it to be applied whenever it suits someone, it's probably best to stay simple and play by the laws. Sounds good to us. In other words, you're out fair and square, Johnny. Jog on. Alex Carey's quick thinking has become so big it spawned an international incident and some diplomatic sparring between our PM and Albo's UK counterpart Rishi Sunak, who said the whole drama wasn't in the spirit of things, prompting Anthony Albanese to tweet that he's proud of both our men's and women's cricket teams and responding to this chant from the English fans. Albo simply countered with, same old Aussies, always winning. Perfect. Nice elbow. The incident has now got legs of its own, with England captain Ben Stokes even responding to yesterday's front page of the West Australian newspaper, which depicted him as a child and a dummy in his mouth, alongside the headline, Cry Babies. Then, of course, Pommy villain Stuart Broad had to chime in, the bowler still on his high horse and breathlessly riding in a column for a tabloid over in the UK, but he couldn't believe the Aussies didn't withdraw their appeal for the Bairstow dismissal. This, we must remind you, is the same Stuart Broad who once hit a ball to first slip and stood there like he missed it by a metre. But of course, that isn't the same thing in Stuart's eyes. As for more solid facts, we present to you the straight-talking Aussie batter Travis Head speaking to Willow Talk right here on the Listener app. The South Aussie revealed Bearstow admitted to him on the field that he'd tried the exact same style of stumping just one test prior to his own dismissal. Johnny wasn't too pleased, and I, I sort of reminded Johnny last week I walked out of my crease in Edgebaston at the end of it over, and the ball got whipped in, and I quickly whipped my bat back and questioned Johnny on, would you take the stumps? And he said, bloody oath I would, and ran off. So I sort of reminded him that, remember last week when you said you do the, exactly the same thing, so two days before he also tried to throw Manus' stumps down. Hypocrite! One thing this does all prove is that the Ashes rivalry is alive and well. Bring on the third test tomorrow. To league and both the Blues and Maroons began prep for Origin 3 yesterday as the wash-up from team selection comes in thick and fast. Brad Fittler made seven sweeping changes to his Blues side as they look to avoid a first Origin clean sweep in 13 years next week. And with mounting pressure surrounding his grip on the top job at New South Wales, Freddie had this to say when asked if he was still enjoying the gig. I could be laying bricks. I've seen that at my house just recently and it looks like hard work. No, I love it. It's fantastic. Interesting, but we just can't see Freddie being a brickie anytime soon. Amongst those changes we speak of include the omission of Penrith's Jerome Luai for South Sydney playmaker Cody Walker at number six. Freddie says his side just hasn't scored enough to keep going with the same attack. And Maroon's great Gordon Tallis has told listeners footy talk the bunny's gun is a smart choice. He's probably the most natural 5'8 in the game. He can 
create so much. And that's what they've done. They've had so many tackles on the Queensland try line. You would think Cody will be able to break it down. And quickly to Clubland. Yesterday it was confirmed Canterbury's harvest problem has somewhat been fixed with Toby Sexton leaving the Gold Coast to join the embattled club effective immediately. However, their GM of footy, Gus Gould, says not to expect a signing spree at Belmore anytime soon. I think it would be a panic move unless the right player became available, and that may happen before the deadline. And if there's certainly something there that can help us, we'll consider it. We've got the money to do it. And we've got money to spend for next year too, but there's not a lot on the market. Matt Burton has been filling in wearing the number seven jersey for two months, and while it's unclear whether Sexton will be able to play against the Bunnies this Saturday... It's hard not to feel he's needed, with the Bulldogs coming off a 66-0 drubbing at the hands of the Eel. Still on the Gold Coast theme, but in the AFL world, on Monday night, various reports indicated that Suns coach Stuart Jew could be on borrowed time as coach on the Sunshine State. Let's be honest, that rumour is hardly anything new, but with former three-time Richmond Premiership coach Damian Hardwick twiddling his thumbs and sipping on Bud Lights across North America, former St Kilda champion Nick Rewalt has told us the opportunity for the Suns to snare him is one that's too good to pass up. But if, in their minds, they haven't seen enough growth this year, well, then I think they're left with no alternative but to pursue maybe a once-in-five-year opportunity to snare a coach who's clearly still fresh. We suspect that's the last we've heard of that one. <laughs> Lastly, over to the All England Club and Wimbledon, where Jordan Thompson had to grit his teeth to win a five-set thriller in the opening round. But now, full respect to him, but he might have to throw on a Superman cape or something similar when he faces seven-time champ Novak Djokovic tonight in the second round. Tests get no tougher than facing the dominant Serbian, but the Aussie does have one ace up his sleeve. Thompson telling Nine he'll chat to Nick Kyrgios, who withdrew for his injury on the eve of the tournament try and dig out ways to trouble Novak. Couldn't hurt to talk to Nick. I mean, he has beaten him a couple of times and he, I mean, he lost to him uh, here in the final and I'm sure um, he does have a, ten- a tennis brain. As many people don't think that, he has got an incredible tennis brain, so I will try and pick it. Of course, Nick did take a set off Novak in last year's decider, but will his wisdom be enough? Let's hope for the best for Geordie tonight. And that's us done for the day. You're nearly there at the end of the week. We'll chat then. Listener.